0: This is Real Estate Rookie, show number 58. Getting very close to the niner, Tony.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Real quick. I got to do that when we get there. Uh, Okay, yes, yes.
0: (laughs) It'll be a new tradition. There you go. I am Ashley Kerr, your host, and I am here with Tony Robinson. And today we are taking over the rookie reply with a question that we came up with that we hear often and we still ask ourselves that same question every single day.
1: Head over to corporatedirect.com slash biggerpockets to schedule a free 15-minute consultation with an incorporating specialist. Mention Real Estate rookie and get a $100 discount on your formation. That's corporatedirect.com slash biggerpockets. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that I turned one of my first homes into an Airbnb? It's true. And it even helped me get the extra income I needed to launch my real estate career. So if you want to try your hand at making even more income with your property, Airbnb is the place to be. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. All right. So today isn't so much of a like a question from a guest. But like Ashley said, it's more of a discussion that we've had amongst ourselves and with other investors. But it's when do you do the work yourself versus when you hire it out? And this is, you know, as much of a a mindset question as it is, like a tactical kind of real estate question. And I guess I'll give my experience, right? I purchased my first two long-term rentals out of state and I did all of the work remotely, right? Or I managed all of the work remotely, which means I did zero work myself. I didn't lay a piece of flooring. I didn't do any, like at the demo, I didn't even pick up a broom. Like I did absolutely nothing. But I still had this end product that was a finished and rehabbed house. But for whatever reason, I almost felt like I had this kind of like imposter syndrome because you see a lot of the other investors that are, you know, on social or on TV and they're doing a lot of the work themselves and they're swinging the hammers. And I had to really ask myself, what's my definition of being a real estate investor? And does my definition mean that I have to be the one doing the work? Or does my definition of a real estate investor mean I'm finding the assets hiring out someone to do the work, but then managing the overall process. So it was kind of this mindset shift that I needed to make to just kind of accept what my definition of being a real estate investor is. That's a really deep way to start the show today. So I'll, I'll let you give your insights on it and we can kind of go back and forth.
0: No, I think it's great because it made me think about like my first property and how it's, everything has like changed multiple times from doing nothing to doing a lot to doing nothing. But for my first property, we hired out the rehab for that. And it was very small rehab, just some flooring, some paint, a couple cabinets changed. But I did all the property management myself. I did the leasing. I did the bookkeeping. I did all of that. So it was very hands-on and very time intensive. And then it got switched to where I was doing the property management and we started to do the rehabs ourselves. So me and my partner would go in there. We turned over a unit. We decided vinyl plank flooring. That was us in there whenever we could get in there and do that. So now it's definitely switched from that where I'm trying to do as very little as possible. (laughs) I mean, I've been investing since 2014. And I just had this mind shift in basically February, 2020. So the end of 2019, I knew I definitely wanted to give up the property management. And then from there, I just really started to get into rehabs. And I'm like, I love this. I don't have to talk to anybody. I am my own boss. Like, I don't have to deal with contractors. Like, I can do it on my schedule, my time. And I'm controlling the budget because if I mess up, I'm paying for that or not. Then. Steve Rosenberg, actually, you know me, big Steve groupie. <laughs> He's like, You don't want, you're not going to want to do that forever. Put your systems in place so that you can outsource that. So I was like, Oh, I love it. And then just like one day it finally clicked, like, I want to be able to pick what I want to do. So, like, yeah, if there's an opportunity for me to do flooring, I can choose to do that. But I'll also have a plan in place so that there's somebody else can do it if I don't want to do it. So one was that? mindset shift for you. So like you started out almost feeling guilty that you weren't doing a lot of those hands-on things, but you're also self-managing.
1: Man, I think it was that mindset shift for me happened. I don't know. It it was strange, right? Because like if I'm being transparent, like even coming onto the show as the co-host, right? I was like, man, am I going to be able to really give the listeners everything they want to hear? Because I haven't done all these different things. But again, it comes back to what my goals and what my resources were. And My personal goal was never to get really, really good at painting the exterior of a house or getting really, really good at putting in new cabins, whatever it is. My goal was to get really, really good at finding real estate that's cash flow producing, right? That's income producing. And when I kind of realized it that way, that's when I became a little bit more comfortable in my own skin. And my goal right now is acquisitions. Like that's what I'm focused on. Like I'm trying to build my portfolio quickly. And I know that if my goal is to build it quickly, I can't be the one that's doing all of the work. Those two things don't go hand in hand, especially when you've got a family, a W-2, all these different things you're trying to balance. So I knew for me that hiring out all of the work was what I needed to do to reach my goals.
0: Yeah, here would be my recommendation. If you're looking at any task, any job and thinking this question to yourself, do I do the work or do I hire it out? I would say like, no matter what you end up deciding, just start putting your systems and processes in place. So even now, if you're just starting out and you're going to do the rehab, everything like that, document everything that you do so that when you are ready to give it up, it's so easy because you have your checklist, you have everything ready to turn it over to someone because that day will come a lot faster than you think it will. Like, Tony, can you imagine if you were flying out to your properties doing the rehabs? I mean, you would not be to as many properties as you are now. How many are you at now?
1: Uh, Like every day, every time we come on the
0: show, he's like, oh, I got a closing.
1: (laughs) I think we're at seven right now. We're at seven with another one, another couple under contract.
0: Oh, just another couple under contract. But I mean, would you agree with that is like, no matter what you decide now is make sure that you're putting something in place so that you can easily walk away from it or hire it out. Or if it's a rehab job, start talking to contractors so that you have them in your network. You have the people, you have the resources readily available to you for when you do want to outsource.
1: Absolutely. And I think your point about documenting the work that you're doing is critical. So for me, with Alpha Geek Capital, that's like our team that's buying all of our short term rentals. It's me, my wife and our third partner. But I've got an org chart of like 12 different positions. I literally have an org chart that I built in like Vizio or whatever it is, and it shows all the different parts of our business. Now, in all those positions, it's my name, it's my wife's name, and it's our partner's name, right? Like we're all holding multiple positions, but we know that as a business starts to grow, that we'll start being able to kind of plug people in there. So your kind of advice of knowing what the work is that needs to be done and then documenting that is super critical. If I can recommend, there's two books that I love kind of about this topic, and, and it really ties into answering this question of when do you do the work yourself versus hiring it out. The first book is Who Not How, Who Not How by Dan Sullivan, and he was just a guest on the OG podcast not too long ago, had a great interview. And the other book is The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. If you read those two books and your goal is to build a relatively large portfolio, that is like required reading. You have to understand how to build Teams and put people in place to support your real estate goals. Now, if you just want to have one or two or three investments and that's it, then, you know, totally do it all yourself. But if you want to grow this to be something big, you got to have the right people in place.
0: Yeah. Another book, too, would be Traction. And we'll link these books in the show notes at biggerpockets.com forward slash rookie 58. And Tony, I am going to ask if you would provide like a template of your org chart that we could put into the show notes too. So people could see how you have broken things down and maybe they can tailor it to their own business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to do that. That's a great idea.
0: More work for Tony.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I got the right people in place to help me with it. So it's all right. But you know what? It's funny because I am thinking about hiring a VA. Like you hear this a lot, especially as people's portfolios start to grow. So I've been talking with some other real estate investors to learn how to kind of how they're using VAs in their business. So that kind of goes back into hiring out versus doing it yourself. So yeah, we'll see.
0: Yeah. Well, I have a great example for everyone as to why don't procrastinate putting your stuff together in an order because, okay, you know, over the years I have, I think five LLCs or something for my rental properties with different partners. And I just decided this year that I'm going to have a bookkeeper take over. So this, I really like hired her this summer and she's doing my partners, other businesses. I still have not turned over all of the bookkeeping to her because i'm just like this is the way that i like it and like well i have to log into the owner's portal and pull this statement then i like it attached like this and so i am literally going through and making like this step by step i am sitting there and doing all my year end stuff and making this list so that as i've given her i think maybe three of the llc's so from the start of the year to the end of the year she'll do it exactly how I want it. And my gosh, how I wish I would have done this years ago (laughs) so that I could just hand it over. Or as I got a new LLC, a new property, it was like, okay, here's my checklist. And if you guys go listen to Shelby Osborne, she was on the Real Estate Podcast with Brandon and David. And she talks about how anytime she does a test, she makes a checklist, especially if it's something that she struggled through. So that way she'll never struggle through it again. Or like if she sends an email that she thinks that might come up, she saves that email as a template. So I'll try and pull up that show real quick so you guys can go listen to it. If Tony, you want to take over and talk about something while I quickly <laughs> Google this.
1: <laughs> no, I, I think the biggest takeaway from this show, Ashley, is is that as with all things real estate investing, it all kind of comes down to what fits your specific situation and your specific goals. Like I said, if your goal is to kind of remain small or to scale slowly, then doing everything yourself makes sense. If your goal is to build something a little bit bigger and scale more quickly, you're going to need the right people around you to make it happen.
0: Yeah. So Shelby's podcast was podcast number 406. The bigger pockets real estate podcast.
1: I'm glad my little tidbit was good enough for you to go find that piece of information.
0: Usually, if you say something, I could Google it very quickly, but me talking and Googling, I'm, I'm not that great at that <laughs> yet. Multitasking is not a talent of mine. So. Well, thank you guys for joining us. I hope that you took some value from this and we would love to hear in the Facebook group what you guys think as to what you guys are doing yourselves and what you actually outsource and definitely what your goal is for this year to try and outsource, or maybe you're actually going to take something back over that you want to learn and you want to put a better system on that. So. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Ashley Kerr at Wealth From Rentals and he's Tony Robinson at Tony J. Robinson. Make sure you guys check us out on Instagram. We're going to be doing some fun stuff on there and lots of new things coming out. And we'll talk to you guys on Wednesday.